Welcome to the Taking the Lead podcast, where we empower people to be unstoppable. I'm Christina Hepner with my co-hosts, Leslie Hoskins and Timothy Cuneo. And today we're going to have a bit of a shorter episode because we're going to talk about orienting to large venues and events with everything kind of back in full swing this year. But first, I mean, Timothy, you've been missing in action a little bit. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I, you know, I took a little break went on a cruise uh, while I was gone and enjoyed the cruise, uh, got away from it all and uh, put Glacier to her babysitter. So we left Glacier for a week, which yeah. was tough. Mm-hmm. But I got my cane out. I sent a picture to Christina. I mean, I'm Leslie. Yeah. And down there in Fort Lauderdale <laughs> using my cane. So I was proving it. But we used the cane and also the uh, guided, you know, sided guide. And I had a good time. I had a good time. So it was relaxing. And it went down there. It was 80. I got sunburned, y'all. I got sunburned. <laughs> So oh, my God. I'm up here getting freezer burnt. Yeah. We had like frozen, not freezer burnt. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Frost, frostbite. <laughs> frostbite. Yes. I, I am like a package of vegetables getting freezer burnt. <laughs> it sounds like Christina needs the next break. <laughs> Timothy, you and I have both taken a minute. I think Christina I could I use, use, use a beat. Vacation for a while. Yeah. Christina, you need to go. We need just send her to thaw out apparently yeah. somewhere warm where she can oh get a goodness. minute. <laughs> well, we are super glad that you had a good time and, of course, well-deserved. Um, while you were gone, you were talking about how much time you dedicate to this podcast, and you're so flexible all the time, and we're just so grateful um, to have you and your willingness to continue to support us in this way. So thank you. It's my pleasure. <laughs> Yes, it is good to have you back. Yes, we definitely missed you. That is for sure. Um, Christina, what have you been doing other than uh, freezing, I guess? I <laughs> What's new with you? I, I'm just getting freeze and burn over here. Yeah. Um, you know, I've just been <laughs> working, um, the house hunting. Yeah, that's exciting. You know, just kind of the normal life things <laughs> like I'm just checking along you know enjoying every little minute that's good looking that's good. forward to spring and summer though. yes I know it's starting to get hopefully a little warmer soon um we're getting ready to go the family on a spring break down in Florida so I'm super excited to take the kids to some warm weather and, <laughs> and play and relax I know right? maybe I'll put her in my suitcase yeah I think <laughs> go. <laughs> I know. So Brian is driving the kids like that. I'm so I'm going to be at a conference for work and I'm going to meet him in Georgia. So he's driving alone with both kids from Michigan to Georgia. So he could probably use a partner <laughs> if you hey. want to hop in that passenger seat. <laughs> I don't know if that will be a vacation. It's absolutely not going to be. But I would probably just act like one of your kids. I'd just like have fun and be like, this is my how vacation much, too. How much longer? How I know. Longer? Yeah. Can you imagine like he's got, his arm's going to hurt so bad from trying to like hand snacks in the back seat oh, and I like know. charge the tablets and <laughs> he's probably going to need like rotator cuff surgery or something afterwards <laughs> on his shoulder. <laughs> I feel so bad, but uh, yeah, I'm going to meet him in Georgia and then we'll make the, the rest of the trip together. It should yeah. be interesting. You know, I have faith in him. Yeah. can do it. 
And I should say it's not a vacation. It's a trip, right? Like I feel like anytime you're traveling with kids, it's, it's, it's a trip. It's not necessarily relaxing in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't know. It's a good time. Though. <laughs> we're traveling with friends too. So we're going to be down there with our, our friends and their kids. And See, there you I'm go. The kids will all watch each other, right? Yeah. And then... The adults go do whatever you guys want. Well, I mean, the oldest is five. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, come on, five-year-olds, right? Well, I'm I just... mean, uh, they're either best of friends or they're worst enemies. That's, that's true. usually how the group goes, but they're all super, super cute, and I love them. So, well, yeah. That so that's great. what I've got going on. Yeah. What a good time. I know. Time to be alive here. You two are making me rethink uh, my plans this year. I need to like look and schedule something. Get some things in the calendar. It's nice to have something to look forward to. I know. I just didn't this year because I was like, you know, I just don't want plans. <laughs> we do have a lot going on work-wise. It's, it, there's a lot, but it's very, very exciting. Yes. But today we're going to talk a little bit because we don't have a guest. So we have some topics that people have been asking us a little bit about. And we just thought, what a good time for this. Um, kind of orienting to large venue spaces. What are some strategies? How do people do this? You know, we talk a lot about like the NFB or ACB conference. Um, you know, how do you travel to those? Or even just going to like a new mall or yeah. a new school or work environment. Like yeah. what are some strategies? So um, I'll hand it to Timothy first because you're the one doing it all the time. Do you have any tips or tricks or methods of your madness? Well, always expect the unexpected. That's the first thing. <laughs> like last year when I showed up at the NFB conference down in New Orleans, uh, they had not got a parking area built for the dogs yet, and it wasn't going to be installed till that evening. And so I had to find an alternative place around the, the hotel. And that was a, that was when I first got there. That was pretty upsetting. And, uh, so uh, expect the unexpected. Be prepared for anything. Mm-hmm. And to get prepared for crowds and canes and, and like at, at the NFB conference, there's a lot of dogs and you don't know where those dogs came from. You don't know what organizations and there can be issues that you might run into. Uh, you, Glacier didn't do it, but when she went by another dog, sometimes they may snap, snap at your dog or something may happen. And that happened with Glacier last year. So be prepared because something can happen that you didn't expect. Yeah. And I mean, events too are kind of in full swing and we're getting into at least here in Michigan I know it's already warm there in Georgia but at least here in Michigan we're hopefully going to start getting warmer and you know people are going to get outside at events are back in full swing because we just had dinner in the dark in person for the first time um you know not a conference but like an event how do you handle because when you go to an event, not everyone understands service dogs and how they work and that sort of stuff. Timothy, what are some things you do at like other types of events um, that maybe aren't a uh, conference related to um, NFB? Well, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's really tough for that. That's a t- tough question to answer because it's like when you go into a mall or stuff, it's the same situation. You go to the people that doesn't expect to see a guy dog. So, uh, just prepare to, to, to advocate for yourself and also get ready to answer a bunch of questions about your dog, not about the, what her abilities are, but what she does for you. People may be interested in what your dog does for you, and, and you may open some eyes up to, you know, what it looks like to have a guide dog. Yeah, Alyssa and I were traveling not too long ago um, to a conference in Illinois, and we brought one of our Canaan ambassador dogs with us. Mm-hmm. Um 
and it was amazing, you know, the attention that we got. And granted, uh, the dog we had was a Canadian ambassador, so people were allowed to interact and touch the dog and whatnot. And we made that very clear that this is not a working dog, so that that is allowed. Um, but yeah, going in literally anywhere. I mean, people are obsessed with the dogs and it is distracting, especially when you're just trying to get from point A to point B. Um, we were walking down the hallway, you know, the second day of the conference and everybody's like, hey, Vader, hey, Vader. Everybody's saying hi to the dog. Do you think one person remembered Alyssa or I? They didn't. I'm just yeah. kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which was great for us. Like the whole idea of us bringing the dog was to get that kind of attention and let people know that we were there and hopefully they come to our booth and we can share about our programs and services. But it can be really distracting for people to have a yeah. dog in those environments. And they do. They have a ton of questions. And if you have the time and in the mood, that's great. If not, that can be really frustrating and challenging. Yeah. And I can't imagine having to like mentally prepare for that too. You have to kind of, I I would feel like I would have to, you know, take a deep breath before I would go into somewhere and be like, okay, I know this is going to happen and mentally prepare for that. I mean, is that something you do sometimes, Timothy? Yeah, I like go go to the malls and stuff like that. I get really like this week we're getting ready to get ready to go on a trip in a couple three or four weeks, and so I we gotta go to the airport. So I'm gonna take her to the mall, get her get her around a bunch of people, noise and the escalators and the elevators and all that stuff. Stuff we haven't done in two or three months. So I start preparing her now for a trip that's three or four weeks ahead. And and what I did for our cruise last year, she went on. I found there was a Facebook group for that specific cruise. So I got on their Facebook page and introduced everybody to Glacier, told all about her and the, the rules. Everybody were asking all kinds of questions. And when we showed up the cruise, everybody saw her when we got off the, the uh, transport vehicle that we took. And they started, hey, Glacier, they already knew her when we got there. And so they uh, opened up the book of that so everybody knows about her. And she was famous on the cruise ship already before <laughs> we got there. So kind of answering those questions on the front end, that's a great strategy. I like that. Yeah, that's what I did. I like that. Yeah, so some of the big conferences that are coming up for um, consumers are the National uh, Federation of the Blind. Their convention is happening in Houston, Texas this year. And then the American Council of the Blind is happening in, I'm going to say it wrong, Schaumburg, Schaumburg, Illinois, which was kind of close to where I was recently. Um so those are going to be new places this year. So one thing that I always talk to clients about before going into these kind of venues or malls or schools or any kind of large building is really trying to understand the shape of the building, like the general layout first so that you have an idea um, of kind of what it's like, basically. So even if it's like a tactile map or even just, you know, somebody kind of drawing on the back, on your back or on your hand, for example, one of the malls we go to over here when we're in training is kind of like um, an X, but the the or a T, if you will, and one of the parts of the T is a lot shorter than the other, and so drawing that on somebody's back, and then always having a reference point, so like your starting point. So maybe at a convention center, it might be like the help desk or the concierge desk or um, the entrance into the venue, whatever it is, but kind of using that as your your. Um, landmark, if you will, setting it um, so that you can build routes off of that. So always keeping in mind, you know, where is my my reference point? Can I get back there at all times? And that typically helps um, orient originally. Yeah, that is great to know because I went to a conference last year myself and got lost. So I can't imagine, you know, being blind, visually impaired and having to orient your guide dog, if you have your guide dog with you or orient yourself and having to do that um, because those buildings can be weird and big and 
they might use part of the building, but not the other part. And yeah. So like, even if you're going to a grocery store, right? Like those are usually kind of just squares, a big box when you walk in. So if you use your entrance as your, your starting point, or your reference point. And then sometimes too, it's helpful to like name the walls. So you've got four main walls, maybe one's the bakery, maybe in the back, it's like the technology TVs. And then on the other side, it's the, like the clothing section. So if you can name all of those walls and then as you're traveling throughout the store, being able to point kind of back to that reference point. So that's a strategy we do a lot of times when going to uh, a store or mall or whatever, walking around, but every time a client turns, okay, point to your reference point, point to your reference point, just to help maintain that orientation. And in case of emergency, right, that you know how to get out of there, you know where to get back to point point A. Um, and so those can be helpful strategies to kind of navigate such large environments. Timothy, do you remember doing any of that when you were with me for O&M? <laughs> of course. It was a long time ago. Everything, yeah. <laughs> I remember everything. Five years ago, four years ago now, or five now, I can't remember. But uh, that was, that's what's good about the NFB. Uh, I'm sure the ACB does it, but when you, when you, when before the, before the event, they sent out a description of the building, like yeah. the last building. They, they talked about it being like a, a, a cake, a birthday cake, and the towers were the candles. And so they described it to nice. you. And they go tower one, tower two, and they describe the whole layout. And so that's what's good about when you go to those conferences. They will describe, give you a self-described description of the building and where things are. That's awesome. Yes. Anything like that to give you an idea of the overall shape of the environment is so helpful. And, and you can kind of create your points of interest or the things that are most important to you and create routes off of that. Um, so like I said, if it's like a vendor hall, you know, when you're walking in and there's all the vendors and exhibitors, if the entrance is your point of reference and then you can walk the perimeter, get the shape and then create routes from the, the entrance point to the restroom or the entrance point to your favorite booth or whatever it is so that you can maintain orientation. But the most important thing, you know, these places are huge and they're overwhelming and sometimes it's so, you know, intimidating to enter there's always somebody around to help, right? You can always ask for assistance, be specific with your questions, uh, depending on who you're talking to. If they have experience giving directions to somebody who's blind or visually impaired, they may just point and say, oh, it's over there. So having those follow-up questions ready so that you can get the exact information that you need can be helpful. Well, as a dog handler, uh, my, my biggest suggestion for everybody, if you are going to a conference for the NFB or ACB or anywhere, but you know there's going to be dogs. Please make sure your shop, shots are caught up, especially the influenza one, uh, because that can be transmitted to your dog. So make sure your dog is well protected also. Absolutely. That's a really good point. Yeah, because sometimes you don't think about that, you know, because you go do your yearly shots, but thinking, you know, is that coming up? Is that, yeah, lots of planning. There is lots to think about. Um, and if you have an opportunity, so say, let's say you're orienting to a college campus. If you have an opportunity to work with a certified orientation mobility specialist to help orient to these places, it can be really, really helpful to build your confidence and then create this mental map of the environment so that you can travel not just from point A to point B and point A to point C, but then from B to C, right? So creating all of these different routes so that you can travel confidently within within your area. Um, and specifically trying to do that before taking the dog, right? And that's not always the case, right? Sometimes you're going into these situations like 
Timothy is with Glacier going into the NFB convention or ACB convention. Um, And he's never been there before and he's got Glacier. But with his skills, he can be confident and together they can navigate and find where they're going. But if you can go with your cane first and check it out so that when you do go back with your dog, you can be more confident with your directions. That's really nice too. Yeah, this is a really great topic. I've learned a lot. There's so much. I'm trying to just like keep it really simple, but right, there's so many different strategies that you can use. You can incorporate some different technology sometimes into different buildings and and things like that. Um, There's, you know, patterning. There's all sorts of different things that you can do in these environments, but it's specifically thinking of these venues and these conventions, just knowing you're not alone. They're providing as much upfront as they possibly can. So doing research ahead of time, kind of, you know, if there's a map available, checking that out, uh, checking out the restaurants and different things available is super helpful, but that's not always the case. But I think this is also good for the people on the other side who may be planning events this summer or, you know, hosting things to think about taking that extra step to be as accessible and provide as many things as you can to people. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When I was in Orlando for that conference, the technology conference, it was so nice that that from the hotel all the way to the convention center, which was quite a walk, they had a tactile marker. So basically um, something on the ground that people could follow with their canes all the way from the, the hotel to the convention center. And it was really, really nice. It was very subtle. Some parts of it was just like a rug, right? But if I know I'm on the rug, I'm heading in the right direction. Um, so it doesn't have to be super inconvenient. It doesn't have to be large and, you know, take up space. It was something so, so easy, but made a huge impact for clients or anybody who was traveling from point A to point B to get there safely. Um, and easily. There was nothing better last year when Glacier and I thought when we got there, we, of course, you're a little nervous. You're nervous. She's nervous because you're in a new building. But by day two and three, you start figuring this and Glacier just picked it up. And there's nothing better than the feeling is when you're on the other side of the hotel and you tell Glacier, let's go, let's go to our room. And she's just weaving you everywhere and takes you to the elevator. And yeah. she's getting, and it is, it is a great feeling when your dog figures it out and you figure it out. And it, it, it just, man, this is awesome. And that's what ended up happening last year while I was in, in New Orleans. That's awesome. I mean, you know I'm Team Kane all the way, but I would say I these know. are the environments where a dog really does come in handy because you can pattern them. You can pattern them to your hotel door, to the to the um, elevator, like you said, to the front desk, all sorts of different things that make that travel environment so much easier. I wish I could tell the cane, take me to the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> one, day, one day they'll have a cane that does that, I'm sure. You know, it kills me to say that in some situations. No, I get but it. But you Dogs can't always rely on technology. Let's not forget. That is no, very the power, true. The power could go out. The power could go out on. Yeah. And there's so many different cool like indoor navigation apps and different things that you can be using. Um, it's just dependent on what the venue is using and if you have that app downloaded. Like right now at work, we're testing out our OM team is tef- testing out, I think it's called Navalens. Um, but you have to have the Navalens app in order to do it. But it's basically like QR codes and it gives you different information and, and whatnot. So technology is coming along. It really is. There's some cool things that are happening. It's just trying to find something that's going to be mainstream for everybody to use. Well, if I'm correct, Ira, if you're at the convention, mm-hmm. the, Ira's free that week inside the building. So yeah. uh, dial, download Ira, sign up. Yeah, I saw somebody using Ira um, at the Illinois conference that I was at, and it was pretty cool. Just helping navigate, you know, locating the correct conference room to go into the session. 
smart, right? Using your resources. It is. It's, there's some cool technology going on. So that's exciting. And I believe Iris free at every airport too. It tells you this area is free and they help you navigate through airports. Yeah, they've got a lot of different places. I think like Starbucks and maybe a, a pharmacy or something too. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they're doing a lot of really, really cool things and they have trained professionals on the other end, which is a really good feeling on my end, knowing that they're getting some some good um, information and safe information. Well, good. Well, this was great, Timothy. I love chatting about that. I feel like we could chat about this all day long. <laughs> Next time I'll bring the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make promises, yeah. Timothy. <laughs> well, this is good. I enjoyed it. Um, and thank you so much for listening to this short episode of Taking the Lead Podcast. I'm Leslie Hoskins with hosts Timothy Cuno and Christina Hepner. We hope you enjoyed today's short episode. And please join us next week as we continue to dive into the world of blindness. If you'd like to learn more about applying to our free services at LeaderDog, you can head to leaderdog.org or call us at 888 888- Seven 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 five three three two, And don't forget, you can reach us at takingthelead at leaderdog.org with any questions or ideas. If you like today's podcast, make sure to hit subscribe and check us out wherever podcasts stream. This season of the Taking the Lead podcast is brought to you by a longtime supporter of LeaderDog, the Mary P. Dalciani Halloran Foundation. As you may know, generous donors like this one make it possible to achieve our mission. The Mary P. Dolciani Halloran Foundation supports the study of mathematics and mathematics education. For more information about our generous sponsor, visit their website at www.dolcianihalloranfoundation.org.